cup coffee in here, please. You're listening to the Hoffy Coffee Cast with Reese Bolton and Reese Jones. Come on, get some coffee. Want some coffee? Okay, this guy needs coffee and cooler stack. Damn good coffee and hot. Oh, so story you just told me. Yeah, that's totally ruined Toy Story three for me. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, Disney. <laughs> um, Toy Story three allegories, which you can read up for yourself. Yeah, because Go- uh, Google yeah. it. Google it. Yeah. Google. Yeah. Go Google. Um, so yeah, hey everybody, welcome to and back to another episode of Toy Story Cast, where we talk everything film, TV, video games, and conspiracy theories. Host Reese Bolton and I'm your host Reese Jones. And today we are coming back to do another segment installment of uh, conspiracy. I think this is one number eleven. And yeah, as we, it will be. We'll be doing a lot about like true crime right now. I thought maybe we should go back and do some bit more kind of conspiracy stuff. And you can have a good idea to talk about the Men in Black, but not the the film. Of that'll be something we'll probably cover in a future episode. Um, but uh, we're going to talk about the actual Men in Black, the mythology. Uh, um, so, you know, everything like X-Files, kind of like, you know, guys in suits and glasses turn up to your door asking, you know, if they can come in and stuff like that. You know, it's very shady stuff. And uh, I thought that would be quite a nice kind of topic to discuss this week. Um, something a bit different. So that's what we're going to be talking about today, all about the mythology of the Men in Black. Or, or do you say, the Man in Black. Um, MIB, men in black, man in black, yeah. Um, I, I've always just said like, oh, the men in black. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then some people just say like the man in black, because sometimes like they come in other yeah. pairs or like one person. Yeah. Um, they always sometimes come in threes, don't they? It's always like three of them. Yeah. Like like Mormons, they always come in sort of like twos and threes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also less threatening sort of... Mormons. Well, yeah, unless you see uh, <laughs> under the banner of heaven, I guess. But, um... <laughs> but that's that's, is that Mormons or LSD? Oh yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, LDS are Mormons. Yes, aren't LSD. They? Yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, we're covering. Also, we'll be covering some events that's happened, like some news. I mean, we had the twenty three this weekend, and we had Assassin's Creed fiftieth anniversary kind of like event. So we'll be covering stuff like that, and uh, I thought we'll cover some bit more darling drama. So, uh, yeah, you can find us on Instagram, Instagram.com, slash HoverCoverCast, Facebook at HoverCoverCast, Twitter at HoverCoverCast, and, um, and you can email us, HoverCoverCast at gmail.com. Please like, share, follow, and a review if you enjoyed the episode. So, uh, let's go straight and talk about some, uh, actually, we're talking about, uh, we're going to talk about first, D23. Um, uh, yeah, let's jump straight So, into, uh... D23 came out uh, Friday. Friday to well, I think it was Friday. Yeah, Friday and Saturday, and we had a, a lot of stuff dropped. Uh, we've had some trailers for new stuff. We've had some kind of more trailers for stuff, up, you know, more, more trailers for stuff upcoming as well. We've had some announcements, some concept art leaks and stuff. Well, not leaks, concept art so like reveals and stuff like that. So um, I think we should start with with like uh, I'm going through the list here, and um, I think like the main. Things are the sort of announcements for like Marvel going forward, aren't they? And this and Star Wars as well, because we did get uh... yeah. Um, I, I I'm you know I'm not, I'm not gonna lie, like I haven't seen that many sort of stuff for the Star Wars, but like 
I, I was pretty like sort of like hyped for some of the sort of like um, projects for Marvel going forward. Yeah. Um, Thunderbolts. I mean, people have wanted Thunderbolts for for quite a while now. Um, yeah, that, that looks pretty cool. What you do know? you think of the lineup? Um, I'm surprised they have um, with the Winter Soldier. I was hoping they'd get the Abomination on it or like the Red Hulk, but oh hum. It's, um, um, it's, um, I'm looking at this and I'm just like, uh, uh so we've got, uh, obviously Valentina, uh, yeah. is going to be like, you know, the, the leader. She's going to play like the, you know, kind of the Amanda Waller kind of like, you know, Nick Fury type of like head of the team. And got obviously Red Guardian. We saw, uh, yeah. uh, you obviously got Ghost, uh, you know, uh, from Man of the Wasp. You've got US Agents. You got Taskmaster, uh, you got Yelena uh, Benov, and then you got Bucky Barnes, Winter Soldier. Yeah, <clears throat> um, I mean I, the Taskmaster from Black Widow died, so I'm hoping for this one we'll get a more um, comic accurate sort of character, a sort of like um, like an eidetic memory, sort of like a copycat sort of like superpower. Did she die? One whole. Die at the end of that film? I, I thought she does die. No, she does. Ugh. I um, really didn't like the, the direction that they went in, but whatever. But the like, same actress is coming back to play Taskmaster. Oh, so what I just said is, is rubbish. Then they are actually going to do that character again, Graham. Yeah, okay. yeah. I think, I think, I think. <laughs> uh, like, was his name Diatlov or get or something? His daughter it was her, wasn't it? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Oh God damn it. Um, okay, but um, I mean, um, there was a, a sort of like a lineup for uh, Loki season two, which um. I mean, a lot of people are, you know, hyped for. I mean, I, I think, if anything, I think that was the one that people were sort of like really looking forward to. Um, you know, Tom Hiddleston, obviously. We have, um, I, I forget her name, but she played um, Sylvie. You know, obviously, obviously she's coming yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. Owen Wilson. Um, like, uh, is it uh, Gugu and Bartha Raw? Um, I forget who she played, but it's sort of like a. Yeah, um, she's coming back. She's coming back, yeah. She was really good as well. Yeah. Um, Hopefully we get um what was it like is it uh, Ms. Time or like Miss Time? Like, hey y'all! Yeah, that, she, like, she's demonic she's, little she, she's, character. She's confirmed to come back. Yeah. Uh, also, that's that thing's evil. They need to kill it. <laughs> also, um, she's confirmed that uh, Ki Hu Kwan will be joining the cast, and he was yeah was in everything everywhere all at once, which I still need to see. I don't know why. It, it's fantastic. I I, yeah, I need it's to... very fun. It's like it. It, they handle sort of like multiverse sort of stuff like much better, I think, than the MCU. If I'm really honest, and it's an A24, so obviously I'm going to love it. But and, um, and it's about Asian identity as well and stuff like that. Yeah, about, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like... It's like they do it in a very, um, I want to say, sort of like yeah, like poignant and like heartfelt sort of way. It, yeah, it, I could I could bang on about it all day. Like, but Michelle Yeoh is probably one of my favorite actresses as well. So yeah, it, it's it's fantastic. Um, um, we they, also got um... uh, Dear Devil. Dead Born, Born again. again. So it was uh, so this is Nofrio and Charlie Cox were at the panel. Hell yeah. Show. Hang on. Um, Does that mean that the Kingpin survived? Yeah. Hawkeye. Yeah. What? Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah. He survived. There, there, oh my god. There's, there's footage of him on the set of um, Echo. I mean, like, uh, that that was probably. You know, are you being serious? Sort of like uh, 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 We've been serious. Or were you just being like? I don't know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing a bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Like, um, I thought it was one of the probably the most like stupid. You know, you can 
you know, like when you know the camera pans up and, and you hear yeah. a gunshot, you know, you yeah. you yeah. bloody know. Apparently, he's got an eye patch on, which I'm a bit like, oh, is he being shot in the an eye? Eye patch. Yeah. Um, so it's confirmed that we eighteen episodes, and according to Charlie Cox, it's going to be emotional, really, really emotional. Um, which well, that's interesting to take. Um, I think it's uh, I want that's what they do though because they really covered the born again storyline. Let's say we do it again because that is. A... I think they're just doing it for sort of like name recognition. But also, that, like, that, yeah, um... also that storyline is too dark to be on a Disney Plus show. Yeah. Well, well, why not? I mean, you know, they're doing all like these really sort of like bad like. Obviously, this is my opinion, but like yeah. these very um, hit and miss comedic sort of like shows, like you know, we can debate She Hulk on another episode, but you know, like the direction they go with the sort of like these very heavily comedically, you know, comedic shows. Why don't they sort of like give us more of a range in in you know in viewing sort Definitely. of like programming? Definitely. And I, I um, Daredevil is is you know like mm. you look at like the comics, it is perfect for like. Especially, I'm, I'm not gonna say, oh, let's just do Netflix Daredevil again. No, because we've already done that. You know, like let's do it, but explore different themes this time. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, um, and um, I did see a trailer for the um, Werewolf by Night. I don't know what to think about that because obviously it's definitely influenced by like the classic like Hammer horror. Um, yeah, like um, you know, horror films, like you know, the sort of like Christopher Lee sort of like films. I really don't know what to think about it. On the I one think... hand, I'm happy they've done something different, but I obviously I can't really form an opinion until I see the actual thing. It's, but, it's gonna be special, yeah. so I it's gonna be very long. It might be like an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah, they call it, it wasn't like a Halloween experience or something, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I think what why I'm a bit salty at, at the that is because it's way different than what I expected it, it to be. I kind of like maybe, it. Maybe it's my fault that I sort of like, I, you know, I, I, I don't know much about that character, but I was expecting something else. And maybe that's my fault for being a bit I, too, you know, like jumping the gun almost. I knew it was going to be Will by night because it was kind of floating around for a long time. Yeah, yeah. But having it been black and white, I, mean, I really kind of like it. Because I like that aesthetic. It, it, it's really like, like that sort of like sepia, isn't it? It's like yeah. that, like very, like, um, yeah, like black and white. But like I was impressed. That sort of horror, gr- like green, sort of like like grungy yeah. sort of look, almost. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm I'm really happy that they sort of decided to do something different. Um, and obviously, sort of like more horror based. Yeah. You know, hopefully there isn't a joke every other bloody line of dialogue, you know. But um, we, we shall see. There were some jokes in the trailer, but I don't know how many jokes they're going to be. Yeah. Um, um, also, we've got, actually, well, we've got Captain America New World Order. Um, and also, it's confirmed that, it's been confirmed that Tim Blake, uh, Tim Blake Nelson will be returning as the leader. Hell as yeah. The main villain. This will be 14 years after he first appeared in, uh, in 2008's Incredible Hulk. Which He's I think that's good, because he was, uh, that was kind of left there, and it was kind of like, what, like that's kind yeah, of like, um, never got sold. You know, like, you always saw, like, the video, say, like, oh, you know, watchmojo.com, of, like, you know, dropped, uh, top 10 dropped plots of the MCU. People are yeah. like, yeah, like, what happened to the, the leader? Um, yeah. Tim Blake Nelson is a fantastic actor. You see him in um, HBO's Watchmen, um, you know, the Ballad of Buster Scruggs, 
oh brother where art there any of his work with sort of like the coen brothers he's a fantastic actor and having him come on board as a villain it, it's it's yeah. really good yeah um also, yeah i i can't fault that uh also um we've so, so there's been some kind of a details announced for uh, ant-man was quantumania so we will link directly to avengers kang dynasty uh hmm. and apparently it's going to be uh well uh, Modok is going to be in it, but I don't know whether that's going to um, be Corey Stoll coming back as well. I've heard Stoll. rumors it's Corey Stoll's character. Uh, also, uh, the, the, the yellow jacket character, yeah. Yeah, but apparently um, the plot is... The design leaked as well. P- people are memeing it. Is it? Yeah, because Mo- Modok's <laughs> a, a bit of a meme anyway. Of a meme, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but apparently the plot is going to be that... Well, part plot and be that Cassie Lang has been kidnapped by Kang and in order to get her back um, Kang has told uh, basically Ant-Man has to do a heist for Kang to take oh. steal something for Kang which must have been quite interesting. Yeah. That's all I know about that. Um, what else we got? Uh, with the Marvels, the first trailer revealed D23 um, it would pick up straight after um, the Disney, Disney Plus Marvel Miss Marvel ended, apparently it's going to be like a plot thing. It's going to be that each of those characters, their powers get kind of mixed up. So, Ooh. and it's them trying to figure out how to get those powers back. So, for example, like at the end of Miss Marvel, she gets replaced by Captain Marvel at the end. Yeah. And then she goes somewhere, but you don't know. That's what. It's going to be the plot element of that film. Um, Nick Fury is going to come back for that film as well. Mm. Um, yeah. Um, talking about sort of like Nick Fury, the, the trailer for um, Secret oh Invasion God. was really, really good. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it's proper sort of like Captain America Winter Soldier vibes. Yeah, yeah. Fantastic. Oh, it it and feels like such a a breath of fresh air. Like, I, you know, it's got to be a bit comedic, I guess, but like, it looks more serious. Is it me? And oh, it... Is... Sorry, carry on. No, 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 go on. Is this me, or is this like, this show has like, already kind of, like the trailer, it's already pressed me by the lineup, the cast, because I feel like it's the biggest yeah. A-list cast in the, the Marvel or yeah. Disney Plus show. So like, you've got... I thought like... it was a film. No, I seriously like. I had to like look. At all, I had to like turn my phone to see. It's like, oh no, it's like the it's the teaser trailer for the the series. And I was like, Jesus, it looks like a film. Yeah, that is, it, is it probably looks, like the only thing I've seen. You know, um, um, Disney Plus sort of series wise. I'm like, Jesus, like they, they, so it's like film quality. This is the cast, though, right? Well, we yeah. saw a bunch of stuff. So I mean, this cast is amazing. We got oh, Samuel Jackson. Yeah. Ben Mendelsohn as Talos. Hell yeah. Colby um, yeah. Smalls has come back. Martin Freeman's coming back. Don Cheadle's coming back. Um, Mia Clark's in this. Christopher McDonald. Carmen Injogo. Olivia Coleman. Oh, my, like, it's mad you can get Olivia Coleman on a Marvel show. Like, that is just, you know, it's going to be good. Marvel, yeah. Olivia Coleman. I mean, you know, like, she, she's in Doctor Who. She's in yeah. uh, Sandman. And yeah. now she's going to be in the MCU. Yeah, good. Yeah. But she's I'm, I'm kind of glad she like, she's, she's getting the love because, yeah, like, because, um, what was her name? Like, 
Clara Oswald, like she wasn't the best written sort of companion for the doctor. Oh, so having her like in these really oh, cool wait. roles you, now. Oh, wait, you're, you're on about Jenna, Jenna Coleman. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm on about, I, I thought I, you meant. I'm on about Olivia Coleman. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, uh, the Crown, Olivia yeah, Coleman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christ. Wow. She that, is that's an, probably that's an L. I'll take the she's L. She's probably for that. one of the yeah. biggest A list actors right now. I mean, like, she, she is like. Um, being, after like winning an Oscar and being the crown, she's won so many yeah. awards in the crown. And it's, it's really weird, um, like being reminded that she started off in the sort of like uh, Mitchell and Webb sort of like sketches. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Like the old like British like sketch shows. It's really funny seeing her now. Like, yeah, like in Peep Show and stuff. And like now she's like probably yeah one of the best like British actresses there is. One of the um, in, in demand actresses. She she is a very like. Um, I wouldn't say dominating, but a very like authoritative sort of um, yeah, definitely uh, presence. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really I'm really fucking looking forward to so seeing Secret Invasion. Actually, this looks like it's going to be. Um, this is going to be or uh, what to call it? What, like a political what, thriller, right? Yeah, but what are the aliens called again? That were in oh the Skrulls. Skrulls. So. Yeah, this, they're like shit changers, isn't it? Like this could be a faction of scrolls that are not part of Talos's group. And yeah, or are... like they they were there and nobody knew about it, sort of thing. Yeah, and even yeah, like yeah. Talos is Talos is shocked he didn't realize this. Another group of scrolls. Yeah. There. So that's but what if like they've be... been there for hundreds of years or something? That'd be. I think actually they're gonna they're gonna play into that they're revelations because if anybody's read the comics, like um, there's a massive revelations that heroes like actual like you know characters that you've been reading about for years turns out they're scrolls yeah it's it's insane because like nobody knows then who to trust because there's like this alien invasion happening just uh, they need uh, to lean into that i i'm enjoying this because this can be different than obviously we've had a lot of comedic kind of stuff recently with she hulk and miss marvel so it's nice going back to kind of like the grittiness again yeah yeah, um, like really, yeah, like hard sort of like political thriller yeah, sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wonder if the Russos are on board for like uh, producing roles because it, it it did give me serious like Winter Soldier vibes. I don't think they are being producers. I don't. I don't oh right. Um, yeah. So I'm looking at this now. Uh, so yeah, yeah. It, it look it looks fantastic. Um. um because I I was I was a bit like oh you know what what the fuck are they gonna do with Nick Fury's character now? But yeah, he's given center stage. Finally, Nick Fury has his own little like his own vehicle, his own little thing, and it's Secret Invasion. Fuck it. Yeah. So apparently, right, we got there's an uh, Echo got his first trailer, which is not. Uh, it's rather was just showing D twenty three. Yeah. Um. So she faces. It's probably out there friend. somewhere. Um. Uh, so basically, this is obviously Charlie Cox is coming back. Um, dead and Kingpin. Apparently, he sees him missing an eye in this. Hmm. Um, so that's really how much, uh, much I got. I think this is going to be very much looking at kind of like obviously we were mentioned before Native American kind of like that culture and and all that and uh, yeah. heritage. Um, well, I think like deaf people as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Giving them well. like, the um, uh, representation, I guess. Um, so, obviously, there was some footage shown of Marvel's Ironheart with Dominic Fawns, Ruby Williams. So, she's going to first make an appearance in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And then this is going to be her own show. 
and it's going to be kind of a mix. It's going to be about like kind of this kind of mix of of like kind of like kind of you know con- contrast between magic and tech, which can be hmm, quite cool okay. actually. That'd be, um, that'd be interesting, yeah. So she's going to be um, she's a student at MIT and she's building her own Iron Iron Heart suit of armor. So that's yeah. going to be the next Iron Man. Um, I think that's it actually for Marvel stuff. Uh, I think we covered everything. Um, oh, I also apparently Black, An- Black Panther Wakanda Forever is going to be like basically covering really because now Black uh, Wakanda is open to the world now. It's going to be kind of like how they're dealing with kind of like all these other countries, like you know, taking their na- their resources and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's going to be like a very gender political kind of like you know thing to it. Cool. Yeah. Um, um, and I mean, obviously, we're going to get. Um... Uh, Namor, the Submariner. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. I'm really hyped actually because I really the... like Namor. I don't know how that they're going to be the. I think they're going to be the villains, but I don't know where it's going to be. It's going to be a Fast and Furious situation. Yeah, where he's yeah. the villain, and then they realize, like, oh, you know, there's a bigger threat or something, and they have to team up. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. And, they, and they're Bezzy mates, and, you know, it, it's family. You know, they're, yeah. they're like family the next like film. Um, yeah. Um, I think that's everything for Marvel. Uh, yeah. I was going on some Star Wars stuff. So we had the trailer <laughs> okay. for the Mandalorian season three has arrived. This is a teaser one that was shown like a year ago, wasn't it? Most and... of the no, it, it was shown at um uh some like Star Wars thing, but celebration, it on- yeah, it's celebration, but it leaked online. Yeah. This is the same trailer, isn't it? Yeah, um, a quarter of the trailer was footage from season two, so uh, um, you know, not a lot. Um, some. Very striking visuals of Mandalore, though. Which oh my I'm god! Really hyped. The, the destruction, um, the, yeah, the ruins in Mandalore. The yeah, of, um, yeah. That, so I think that's the, meant to be the capital of Sundari. Yeah, I'm yeah. such a nerd. I know, but um, uh, the Mandos dropping out of that like dropship. Yeah. Fantastic! Oh my god. Um. Yeah, let's wait and see because um, so Bo-Katan's <sighs> gonna be the villain, and it might be this kind of well because he had the 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 dark saber and she wasn't happy he had a dark saber so there's gonna be kind of like this kind of like this kind of like uh the faction warfare yeah i think uh and it's they're all gonna be kind of aiming to restore mandalore since form glory but obviously they can have their own kind of ideologies around that yeah um so that's gonna be interesting, and we saw Carl Weathers in it, and it looks like he's ha- he's literally been he looks like he's been promoted because he's wearing like this very great <laughs> yeah, costume. He, he's very um, I don't know. He's just going like, up in the world. Isn't he? <laughs> he's, yeah. he's decked um, out, isn't he? Yeah. yeah Every yeah, time yeah. we see him, like, w- what is he doing to this place? He he must be a really good businessman. He must considering be, yeah. he started off as like a, a bounty hunter guild like yeah. guy. And how he's what is he like a like a governor of like a planet or something like a Lando sort of character? Yeah. Jesus, um, not that I'm complaining. I love Carl Weathers. So we've got a trailer for that. I'm looking forward to that. Um, we had a final trailer for Andor. Um, and yeah, we, I mean, again, they keep on releasing we... trailers, but like it's just the same stuff. I think it's just hyping up, really. That's the thing. Yeah. Um, we look at this now. Um, they got uh, Ahsoka makes a big appearance at D23, and apparently, this is show is going to be Dave Filoni's magnum opus. Oh, 
they, they're just saying that to hype it up, though, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Bad Batch season two, which was supposed to come out in September, but they changed it now to come out on January the 4th, 2023. It's going to be 16 episodes long and it'll be two episodes premiere. Uh, but they didn't, they, uh, there wasn't a trailer D23, but one they will probably release one down the road. I'm glad they changed it because I was like, why are they releasing Andor and Bad Batch season two at the same time? But I'm glad they um, they changed it. But instead, we have um, got... Uh, what do you think? Have you seen the trailer for Tales of the Jedi? Yeah. What do you think of it? Cool. Um, I don't know. I think there's a lot of potential. I kind of, I really like the design of uh, Count Dooku. I'm, I'm interested to see Count Dooku before he become, goes to the dark side. And that, yeah. That's going to be very interesting. Um. And we know, like, Liam Neeson's kind of back to voice Qui-Gon Jinn. Um, so, basically, this is going to be six original stories that are going to focus on these two paths. Uh, Soka, one path, and um, Count Dooku, another. Yeah. Uh, we see uh, Ahsoka fighting an Inquisitor, which looks pretty badass. Um, this looks really good, though. Apparently, they're, they're 15 minutes long each. And they're all going to be dropping on October 26th. So I definitely want to cover that in the podcast. Um, we, apart from that, oh, uh, yeah, so we've got a trailer for Willow. That's another trailer. Um, yeah. This looks like it's like they've, they've definitely put a lot of money into it. Um, mm. Even some of like the cinematography and, and like the set design looks amazing. Um, I'm definitely going to give it a watch, actually, Willow. Um, definitely. Uh, and also, uh, a first trailer for Indiana Jones 5 was revealed D23, but nothing mm. was shown. Um, that looks, yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing where that film's going to be, but it's going to be, it's going to be in Harrison Ford's last, um, film as in Janet Jones, and apparently it's going to be the last film composed by John Williams. Maybe. They always, they always say that, don't they? They always say that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in the TV film industry, you never retire. Um, I think that's it, actually. We cut everything. But oh, I actually, also, we had an announcement that Mark, Matt Shackman is confirmed to direct Fantastic Four, but we had no cast reveals for Fantastic Four. Uh, which, but apparently they said that they were going to reveal stuff of D23, but they haven't. <laughs> so it was a massive like troll. <laughs> <laughs> they said, uh, I think Mike Ken Feige was like, oh, that's for next year's D23. <laughs> oh my God. They know that people are so hyped to find out. They're just, they're just keeping it, you know, they're keeping it cool, aren't they? Like, you yeah. know, they're not revealing, they reveal the director, but people just want to know who the cast is. And you know, just hyping it up. So I mean, I think it's I think it's funny. Um, so that's really I think for D twenty three. Oh, I mean, actually, it's one thing I should have keep forgetting some other stuff. Uh, apparently, Avatar: Way of Water. They show some clips. Um, uh, and apparently, also uh, Avatar four is started filming. Jesus. So we, yeah. we need Avatar 2 yet. I don't know why they're like I know. I know. I know exactly. Um but yeah. 
that's it really. Um, going on to another uh, event. Uh, so uh, Assassin's Creed fifth, um, 15th anniversary. 15 years, isn't it? 15 years kind of had an event for this year. I think it'll be 15 years when in November when the first one gets released. But they had a kind, they had a, like a reveal thing about like you know Assassin's Creed, how it's kind of like impacted the influence game industry and what we can see um, in the future. Um, we've had some, uh, so we basically have had some reveals for upcoming stuff. Um, so trying to. Trying to uh, so basically, I mean, there's been like leaked images of uh, Mirage, the new yeah, one. Yeah, so that, that, that's that's actually yeah. Uh, so we've had well, we had leaked images of Mirage, but now we've got an actual trailer. Um, it's going to follow Basim in uh, Baghdad twenty years before he events uh, Valhalla. So it's going to follow him like you know, like the rags of riches. He's a street thief that gets brought in by the assassins. And it's going to be like hidden ones. We saw uh, the origin, the Order of Ancients kind of mask. So obviously this is before the Order of Ancients become the Templars. So that's going to be that. It's going to be more kind of, it's not going to be RPG. It's going to be open world, obviously, but it's going to be more kind of like, you know, kind of the, uh, you know, going back to kind of like the old school Assassin's Creed, kind of like stealth parkour, yeah. you know, stuff like that, uh, you know, from Assassin's Creed 1 and 2. Um, it looks really, really good. Um, I mean, the gate, the the trailers they they reveal for the gameplay trailer. Well, the the main trailers they reveal for each of the screen keys, uh, games are always very good. The Mirage was no exception. Um, we also actually um, so what's her name? The woman from the Expanse, um, who plays. You know the one I'm on about. The UN. Oh, you mean like the politician? Um, yeah. Show, show Ray. Oh, yeah. Um, I know. You, yeah. Yeah. So she is going, <laughs> she is voicing the mentor to Basim in nice. this, in this yeah. game. And I don't know if you've seen the trailer, but she does this really great kind of voiceover. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking forward to this. We also got announced to kind of some projects being kind of, you know, revealed. So we got Assassin's Creed Project Red. Which is going to be an RPG Assassin's Creed game. So it looks like they're going to have two different paths Assassin's Creed games. So you're going to have the main kind of like, you know, grounded, kind of like, you know, more kind of stealthy, basic Assassin's Creed stuff. And there's also going to be the RPG stuff. Yeah. So this, this is going to be set in feudal Japan. Oh, cool. And yeah. it's going to be an RPG game similar to Valhalla Origins Odyssey, which I think works so well. Um, and we also got Assassin's Creed Project he uh, Hexy, which they basically not revealed much, but it looks like we're this is going to be set in um, uh, 16th century uh, Germany during the witch hunt, the witch hunt craze. Um, oh, okay, but that could be something very different. I think I'm looking forward to that. Um, Assassin's Creed, uh, uh, so, yeah, we've got Assassin's Creed. Uh, what's the other one? Um, the what was the other thing they announced? Not um, the the I'm big. Not too sure. That's all I can think of is uh, Mirage and Infinity. 
Is it? Oh, it's in my head. It's in my head. So I'm trying yeah. to like. Um... In your head, zombie, zombie. Is it? No, 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 no. So, oh yeah, we got. Um, yeah, so over here. So yeah, Assassin's Creed Hex, the which is a German word for witch, uh, could be exploring the Bamberg witch trials. Okay, um, cool. And we also got um, a. We also got a final DLC for expand slash expansion for Valhalla. Um, which yeah, um, this looks this. Oh yeah, Assassin's Creed Infinity, which they're going to reveal a lot more. Yeah. But apparently, it's a new platform and it's going to be the the main hub for all the Assassin's Creed games. I yeah. don't know what that means. Yeah. Um, but uh, the first two games that are going to be part of Infinity were, you know. The one set in uh, feudal Japan, um, and um, the the witchcraft one. So yeah, I'm look. I'm looking. This looks great. I mean, and also there's an announcement about Netflix are developing an Assassin's Creed series. Um, mm. but yeah, but, that's yeah. That was everything. Think about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm looking forward to it. I mean, look, we got we got you know eighth century Baghdad. We have got. Food of Japan, we have got, uh, you know, kind of hunt 30 years war, uh, bam, you know, witch hunt craze, kind of Europe. This looks yeah. very, I, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm liking this. Yeah. What else is in the news? Oh, um, another thing we should talk about, um, which I thought would be covered, is looking at the drama sound covering Don't Worry Darling. Um, if no one yeah. knows what Don't Worry Darling is, it is. Well, it is one of the most anticipated films of the year. A lot of people said, um, and it obviously it's it follows a great cast: uh, Florence Pugh, Harry Styles, Olivia Wilde. It's directed by Olivia Wilde, uh, Chris Pine, Gemma Chang. Um, but but this film has got a lot of controversy and drama surrounding it. Um, so apparently. This is all going stuff going back to Shia LaBeouf. So as well, um, apparently, so Florence Pugh and yeah. Olivia Wilde didn't get along during filming. Uh, obviously, Harry Styles and Florence and uh, Harry Styles and what do you call it? Um, uh, Olivia Wilde. I, I were think dating. It, it, they were dating. Yeah. They were dating. Um, there's, um, there's like and, a lot of like stuff yeah, that's going on. Yeah. I think. Um, I I think yeah, because this film has been hyped, but yeah, as you know, or like yeah, like the, the sort of like this talent is it all sort of like on the rocks now? Is it, everyone's just going to think about the behind the scenes sort of like drama. Is it as bad as sort of like say Fitzcarraldo sort of like levels of um, <laughs> you know shit behind the scenes, or you know like I don't know um, Apocalypse Now? Maybe not, but. It just seems to have gone from like one shitstorm to the next. Well, it's not. It's not had great reviews. Really? Yeah. Oh, so okay. obviously they released when they, I think it was the Venice, Venice Film Festival. Yeah. And obviously um, they had critic scores come out. Uh, this film is currently at forty-two percent Rotten Tomatoes. Um, it's just, it's been praised for huge performance, the cinematography, and the visual style. But the crit the uh, screenplay's been criticized, so is Harry Styles' performance and Wilde's direction. Huh, so okay. 
I think this film's going to get still get make some money because of the drama around it. I oh mean, yeah, Keep, yeah, it's going to get bums in seats, definitely. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, like Florence Pugh's and Harry Styles are driving forces anyway. So yeah, but I, I don't know. I mean, Harry Styles is starting coming into as being an actor now. If this film is comes out and he's not really great at it, it might put, give a question of whether he will be able to come back for anything, but also the potential pit, uh, spitting on Chris Pine. I mean, uh, I don't know what like, to make of that, but I think it's been blown out of proportion. I think, yeah, like, even if it did happen, it looks like accidental, but I, I, yeah. I, I don't know. I didn't even know. Like, I, I've seen the video, <laughs> I don't even know, honestly, what the hell that was. Chris Pine's reaction seems to, um, give credence to the idea that it did happen but no, I, I don't know i've i've accidentally you know when you talk to somebody you got like a lot of <laughs> yeah in your mouth, this stuff comes out yeah you're not doing it on actual purpose maybe you're talking to somebody and spit comes out doesn't mean you're like intentionally spitting on somebody um it looks like he's intentionally spit on somebody but then i i don't know maybe i think because of the drama people are like the media have been kind of looking for anything to kind of like you know kind of like oh you know chris pine and harry styles don't get along and stuff like that yeah. you know trying to tmz it but um in a day it's, i don't know look obviously if you know he's gonna he's gonna say that he didn't spit on him you know chris pine yeah well, they're all just trying did. to like, do damage control now aren't they yeah yeah, yeah it's just, just a pr nightmare but bet for everyone yeah the whole like it. shit you know this the whole film is like a nightmare i'm not gonna lie mm. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's all we can say really on that. Yeah, isn't it? like we don't exactly. know anything more than that. Exactly. Um, right, let's go and talk about the main uh, topic of this week. Yeah. So, case of conspiracy, um, the Men in Black. Nice. So, um, how would you summarize this? The kind of concept of the Men in Black. Um, I'd say it's sort of like it's a symptom or like it's a sort of um, a product of the red scare and the sort of like atomic sort of anxiety of the 50s and 60s that um, you know there was a lot of sort of like military sort of like projects going on and <laughs> The, the the common person like knew there was like these sort of like tests you know, like everyone was developing like the greatest weapons and then UFO culture sort of permeated sort of like the well it permeated pop culture and the idea that there was a government sort of conspiracy trying to hide stuff that they knew from the public and the you know the public needed to create something in their mind that you know who were like the agents of these people that are making sure that people don't know or people keep shtum about if they know something about i don't know weapons or aliens or whatever you know and the sort of it's like g-man sort of like idea that you know like these government agents which in the 50s you know you saw sort of yeah like and you know like plainclothes policemen or yeah like undercover sort of um government agents would always dress in very um like dapper sort of like black suits with black fedoras to match um and then yeah like the idea that the the man in black was like a a conspiratorial sort of like government agent 
that sort of like entered the, the public um perception and then obviously you know it it um it was further sort of like ingrained in the public sort of eye with uh, the films and uh, well the the, uh, the comic books and the films uh, of MIB yeah so what was like your sort of like first like exposure to the sort of like this um conspiracy theory well um it's I won't say I can remember my first exposure to it. I mean, I mean the 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 films, Men in Black films, are kind of like you know they take that concept and you know obviously make it as a as a plot thing, isn't it? Like yeah. the like they 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 have those kind of devices that uh, kind of like take memories of somebody. Yeah, so like a neuralizer. Yeah. Neuralizer. So um, I I don't know how much of the person that created the Men in Black film, the first film, actually knew about this. You know, how much about it? Like it could. It was, it's pretty like much meant to be a sort of like a culture thing. an homage, isn't it? Yeah, it's an yeah, homage yeah. to like fifties sort of like yeah culture. Well, the fifties going on to like to be honest, like even just like going on. I wouldn't say now, because but back in the fifties and sixties, whatever you know, there's post World War Two America, it was the like the era of paranoia. Yeah. So obviously you got paranoia of uh, you know, communism spreading to um the United States. You got the paranoia that uh your neighbor could be a cop uh sympathizer that wants to kind of you know this break that break uh the foundations of capitalism and democracy mm. in the American uh system. But so there's a lot of paranoia about that. And the government really kind of like said, like, you know, like obviously keep an eye out on like your your family, your friends who are obviously communists, could be communist sympathizers, you know, kind of like are they reading like, you know Red um, isn't it? Yeah, are, are they reading like communist like propaganda and stuff like that? Like uh, you know, and the idea is like if you go, you know, if you went away for a very long time and you came back quite you know, if you went to like, I don't know somewhere in eastern europe then they'll be like okay what were you doing there you know hmm. they'll have to search you and double check you'll be like on, yeah. on a list and stuff well, like yeah radar. Like, like blacklists as well isn't it yeah like yeah Hollywood and yeah yeah and um i mean people and and like i think the kind of like uh that, that's the thing with like governments like this it's like there are like this like a shadow government uh, that's kind of like within the government that only a few people know about. Um, I personally think there is like not. I would say government that controls that government, but kind of like uh, you've got the government that controls like you know like like you know like domestic stuff and kind of external stuff. It's you know. Yeah. But then also you kind of got like something within it which kind of like it's very secretive. Um, it's very much like, you know, um, like very secret stuff that, you know, like if you ever revealed it or, you know, whistleblowed on it, you'd be dead and stuff like that. And the idea of like, you know, it's, if you like, you know, it's like a kind of like, oh, this has been, he's involved in the car crash. You could tell it wasn't really a car crash. It was obviously caused by, um, the government or something so the idea of them of the, the men in black coming to your door you already know straight away that this is the government but 
you know, they say, oh, can we come into your home? You know, you're thinking like, oh, what's going to happen to me? So yeah. it kind of, you know, there's um, a paranoia around that yeah. as well. Would you say sort of like it was um, further sort of like the idea was popularized further from sort of like uh, shows in the 90s, uh, like the X-Files? I think so, yeah. You no, know, like, yeah. Um, I, I don't think they had sort of like a, um, you know, a sort of like man in black character per se, but they had uh, the cigarette smoking man. You know, who, well, this, who acted as a proxy, for, you know, for like this sort of shadow government. Well, the, the, the yeah, exactly. And I mean, you've had you had Mulder and Scully who were like, you know, doing the X Files stuff, and then you've had like Cigarette Smoking Man and kind of like this other group within the FBI and the government that were kind of like making sure that aliens were not revealed to the public and stuff like that, and they yeah. weren't afraid to kill people because of it. Mm. And again, like these people are like masters at like making fake deaths and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, you know, people, it, we, we, we touched on like a lot of stuff like this before where, you know, people have died in very, you know, people that have had big influences or, uh, you know, retired and stuff like that have been like, oh, look, he died of a heart attack or, you know, oh, he got hit by a car. Oh, you know, like, I don't know. Um, you know, he was cooking too late in the evening and he left the hob on and the house burnt down. Yeah. It's very much like, oh. Proper, like, uh, yeah. That was hot fuzz then, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's very, like, um, very shady yeah. stuff, but that, that you can question it, but they're like, you know, do you really yeah. want to question it? And I think, um, I mean, in pop culture, it's quite, you know, like famous of the sort mm -hmm. of. Um, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark, isn't it? When yeah. the U.S. government comes into possession of the uh, the Ark of the Covenant, yeah, and you know, um, in these questions, you know, so like, oh, you know, where's the Ark now? And um, I think you know, this like representative from the government it basically says, you know, it's, it's been examined, it's been examined by top men, and it's you know, yeah, but where is it? It's like it's been examined by top men, yeah, and you it. see, um, yeah. That really famous scene of like the the guy, um, in the warehouse, wheeling yeah. like the ark, which is in like this um, box, and I think it still has like the Nazi swastika yeah. on the the box. Yeah, and it's it's just going down like this sort of like massive like container sort of like um area, and it's thousands of other boxes, and you think and like you how turn, much more like stuff do they possess? And, and yeah. in the fourth one, they reveal that actually Air Fifty. Uh, yeah area Th that was um that was a fan theory for years though yeah so you know whether that was like you know like giving back to the fans like oh you know well done yeah like you know th this it is area 51 um but yeah again you know area 51 everybody knows surely what it is like sort of where they developed sort of like um stealth technology you know which was like oh it, it was developed from where they examined the um the the roswell sort of ufo and all this stuff mm. um it's fun isn't it um but how, like what what do you sort of like think of when you think of like the classical idea of like the man the men in black well you give it it's, separating it, it from the films obviously it's interesting you ask because i have i've i found something that really can really like the first trace of the men in black Oh, okay. Like first cool. kind of. So it's a bit of a story, but I'll, I'll I'll tell it. It's a bit of a chunk of a story, but um, yeah, cool. So basically, um, this is uh, it. This the idea of like the men in black, mysterious figures, 
etc. That becomes subject of fascination in UFO conspiracy circles. Can be traced back to uh, one day. So this is June the 27th, 1947. Uh, and I got this from the history, history site. And I'll put the link to the article in the description. But um, this all started with a man, a boy, and a dog on the boat. And this is not <laughs> a joke. This is a natural story. Um, so how old Dow was on a conservation mission on the Puget Sound near the eastern shore of Washington's Maury Island? gathering logs when he saw six donut-shaped obstacles hovering above half a mile above his boat. Before long, one of them fell nearly 1,500 feet, followed by raining, the tag debris, some of which hit Dow's son Charles on his arm, as well as the family dog who didn't survive the ordeal. Dow was able to take some pictures of the aircraft with his camera, which he later showed to his supervisor, Fred Christman. The skeptical Chrisman went back to the scene to look for himself and saw strange aircraft with his own eyes. That the following morning, Dow was visited by a man in a black suit. He ended up at a local diner where the man was able to recount in extraordinary details what Dow has just experienced. What I have said is proof to you that I know a great deal more about this experience of yours than you would want to believe, the man said, according to author Gray Barker's 1956 book, they knew too much about flying saucers. Dow was told not to speak of the incident. If he did, bad things would happen. The supposed events of Maury Island have continued to fuel conspiracy theories to his day, even though US government investigation deemed it a hoax after Dow and Crimson later admitted as much. In particular, the man mention of the man in the black suit were evolving to key obsession with UFO enthusiasts and spread into American popular culture thanks to a comic book series and a blockbuster movie trilogy. So uh, this, that is kind of kind of like the first kind of like public yeah. trace of the men, the men in black suits. I mean, it could be the men in black or the man in black. There could be stuff before, but I mean, this is coming from somebody who basically like later on kind of revealed, basically, you know, I saw this, this guy told first me. First hand, isn't it? Yeah. 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 yeah Primary yeah, yeah. source. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's been sort of like um, uh, accounts, sort of like you know, later on from that, so more recent sort of like um, evidence, I guess, for the Men in Black, um, and like people would describe them as sort of like um, very inhuman looking, um, almost you know that they are sort of like alien agents themselves, like masquerading as like humans. And and the the man in black has always been um I don't know sort of like um in your mind it's a, a very sort of like malignant sort of like figure isn't it you know yeah. like the sort of like black is always associated with you know like black clothing like the the villains always dress in black don't they yeah. um where whether it's I don't know Sauron in Lord of the Rings Voldemort in Harry Potter um the Emperor from Star Wars you know so the the, the man in black and I'm just saying man, you know, not giving him a name, but this sort of like unnamed figure, you know, like it's not, there's no like physical description, like you know, facial wise. So it's a very sort of like a, a non, you know, like um, the, the, it's, it can be anyone, you know, they're very sort of like, um, I, I, I think 
people are more willing to give like this sort of like conspiracy credence because of um I want, I want to I'm trying to find the word sort of like you know like recently sort of like um evidence has come out of sort of like government um operations and government sort of plans um involving sort of like um like psychological like uh, psyops you, you know you, are you familiar with like psyops no like psycho psychological uh, operations sort of like to, to to um you know basically to lead an operation against the public to influence them or to to form a certain public opinion yeah uh or or, or like to more conspiratorial sort of like um ideas to make them more conformist yeah um i mean anyone has you know you need to watch um uh, they live by john carpenter to 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 see the paranoia of um a very like um a very malignant force influencing people to be more conformist and to be more like yeah. consumerist um very it's very cool film uh, they live very underrated john carpenter but um what i'm saying is sort of like um of the, of the government sort of doing um oh, what's it called this um i i forgot what it's called but it's, you know doing sort of like lsd experiments on people um and, and like there's a a conspiracy that's sort of like in tandem like or in line with um the men in black is one called black helicopters yep. the idea that there's a sort of like impending invasion or takeover of the government by a very um uh you know like maybe like an authoritarian or a very um yeah like a, a malignant sort of force you know be it a sort of like as as you were saying a part of the government itself not necessarily like a military coup, but the sort of like a coup by um, a secret faction within the government, and like you know, um, uh, <laughs> the um, the X Files like to say sort of like oh you know this is like it's FEMA, FEMA is is the, is part of the government that wants to bring in sort of like you know the aliens and stuff, or you know to to make Earth like habitable for the aliens for, for when they come for when they uh, they finally colonize us. Um, and that's another thing as well. When sort of like aliens entered the sort of like zeitgeist, and you know, like the idea that you know these these little grey beings coming out of a saucer, you know, like, take me to your leader, Earthling. You know, it, it, it's it's laughable now. But back in the day, um, it was um, it, like hor- horrific. The idea that you know you have um, the Russians, which you know they can obliterate us to any given idea. But at least we know what our enemy looks like and what and what you know where our enemies are. Um, when people realize that your enemies can you know like fall from the skies, then it makes people even more uh, paranoid. And this, the, I mean, yeah, it, you know, it, it made people like scared to death. But then again, it did fuel it. It, it fueled our imagination and it created such you know I, I don't know such pieces of pop culture as Independence Day. <laughs> and um i i think people rate um i think it was a book first but um oh damn it i think it's called fire in the sky uh, have you are, are you familiar with that yeah uh, uh, i think it's yeah, called fine. fire fire in the sky this yeah. idea that um aliens you know like um abducting people but i i i um i go on a tangent i i, I digress from the point what i mean is like this idea that um they are like these sort of like um, external forces who are 
inherently, I wouldn't say evil, but they are very antagonistic towards your peaceful way of life. And they want you to be conformist and they want you to like to forget or to ignore certain things that you might have seen on accident. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I I love the idea that there's sort of like these men in black running around like, you you reckon you saw an alien the other night, did you? And it's like, yeah, he was he was he was, he was terrifying. It's like, no, you didn't. It's like, but it's interesting. Oh, yeah, I did. Where yeah. <laughs> if you have a government agent or a gov- a gov- person in government or even the police and stuff come to your door saying we want to speak with you, obviously the first <laughs> yeah. thing the person you're going to say is, can I show? Can I see proof of identification? And sometimes they take out afterwards, or they literally, you know, knock on your once you open the door, they have like the badge, you know, the piece of you know, the kind of identification thing there. Yeah, the badge or whatever. When, like, the men in black, you open the door and, like, they I, they won't give it to you or they give you, like, a fake name. And then if you go and, like, yeah. try and find out, it doesn't lead to anywhere. Um, and the idea of the suits as well is, like, it's an authoritative presence. And it's, like, if someone's got glasses on, obviously they don't want to be... You don't recognise their face. So... The idea is yeah, you're like going black, to comply. Glasses, yeah. You're you're going to comply to what they are going to say, aren't they? Um, mm. Because it's again, it's that kind of like that government kind of. Uh, well, I mean, if you're going to see, if you think you're going to see something in the sky, if you believe you've seen like, oh, I've seen like a flying saucer or something strange happen, stuff like that, you're going to think that someone is going to well you're gonna tell the, everybody you know like you saw gonna, like some alien isn't it yeah or you saw ufo yeah and i mean we've had these kind of history things before where people have seen stuff and it turns out they've had like you know they've been on lsd or they've been you know like on like a some an, you know like acid trips and stuff like yeah. that um so or or their mind was playing tricks on them you know like um there's have you heard of the um um it's a, it's a kind of like a phenomenon. It's it's like something your brain sort of does. It's called pareidolia. Yeah. It's yeah. making shapes out of something which isn't there. So when you look in the woods, you see faces or you see things that like move and it's not. It's just random shapes and it's the wind blowing the leaves. So you think things are there. It, it's... Um, and it, it, it increases as well when you um, you deprive one of your senses. Yeah. So, or, or if like you have sleep deprivation, or if you're intoxicated, it, it, the chances are it increases, and the pareidolia then, or or, or you you hallucinate as well. But um, yeah, pareidolia is um, is basically um, the a very 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 famous example is uh, the idea that there's a there's a man on the moon. Uh, you look at the moon and you can see like a face on the moon. Yeah, but that is probably one of the most famous examples because. It, it it's not a face. It is random creators on 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 our moon on Luna, um, but but because we like to create faces, especially that's one of the brain's favorite shapes because you associate you know the face with the most personal sort of like you know it, it's unique to the person, isn't it? So when you see sort of like shapes and it forms a face, your your mind is in, sorry your eyes are instantly dragged towards it. I, I think you... it's 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 um sort of an idea as well of um when we were like living in caves you know of like you need to be ultra vigilant of like any sort of um predators and then when we started hunting each other of any sort of rival clans maybe 
Yeah. So if you see a face which is unfamiliar, you are instantly well, like on edge. As you as you said, you have to put a face on everything, don't you? Yeah. You know. Yeah. And maybe it's because you feel a lot more comfortable if you put a face on it. I, I, exactly, I'm not sure. Yeah. It, it, it's familiar um, to you. Yeah. And anything but, familiar is comfortable. Yeah. This but, men but in then, black. You know, like when you have the men in black, yeah, it, you know, like you, especially like you see like artwork of the men in black. People have seen men in black. It's a very boring, bland face, and that is scary to people. The idea that you cannot recognize and you cannot relate to this very um, nondescript face, it is it is terrifying for people because then they think then that I don't know you. You know, and I instantly like fear you or, or like or hate you because it's like the fear of like the other. Have, yeah. have you heard of like, you know, the term of like the other is that yeah. Yeah. you are instinctively wanting to, to fear the other because you don't understand it. And then people obviously read into that and think it's a psyop because they think the government wants you to fear them. So they, they, they do that on purpose to make people afraid of them. Well, Whether they, or not I believe that is a matter of discussion, but I'm saying, the like, day, this is what people think. They are they are the messengers, yeah. They really are. The people who go to your door and speak, they are the messengers. They're there for to the, tell you basically like what you know, tell us what you saw, and then you reveal it, and then they basically say, Don't tell anybody, otherwise bad things happen to you. And that's that's like the the, the warning you get. And I mean the amount of power these people have, they can like, I don't know. Like they can, it can range from the consequences if you keep believing this or go around telling people, is it can range from they can ruin your life to you can be killed. Yeah. Yeah. And people would then see that he got himself dug a bit too deep into kind of this craze. Or they, what they would do is they try and make it look like they try and make it so that your kind of case of your scene stuff makes it so kind of like non non believable, like the yeah. like they put like holes in the story and stuff like that. Um, and this is really relates to it again. We talk about the Cold War paranoia because after the nuclear bombs got dropped, you know, man has created the most. Well, humankind's created the most destructive weapon ever created, you know, ever made. And obviously the Russians have got it as well. So there's always been that kind of like that that race to to you know show the superpower who's the biggest power on earth by developing the next wave of uh tech you know uh military technology. Yeah. And you know, if a if an alien ship that you know crashes in Roswell, you're going to look around and be like, oh, we've got technology there to build, you know, like these weapons or you know take alien weapons that we can one up on the Russians, yeah, yeah. But obviously, if people turn around and say, oh, I saw flying saucers and stuff, then that kind of like that kind of projects they're working on can be unveiled to the public, and if they're unveiled to the public then it will go back to their enemies. So yeah. I think part of it also is this kind of like, we need to keep this under wraps. We need to keep this hidden because if we, because we are in the midst of a cold war, you know, we, we can't really trust our own, you know, we, he, at the end of the day, it's the government not trusting his own people pretty much. Um, and it's still like that today. 
Um, the amount, the paranoia today, I wouldn't say is as bad as it was, you know, back in the sixties, fifties, and stuff like that. But there was you no, know, the, the, um, but still, it's like that they are, they don't miss with. They don't want this to reveal to the to the public and have it become like you know kind of fact that comes out like everyone knows about it and they would kill because of it uh and that's what makes it just so pretty much so you know mo- it's it's more scary i think like the idea is like these men in black have come to your 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 home and basically warn you you know that they're not you know it's not a slap on the wrist it's they mean business. That's basically what that means. You know, they're, they're not they're not fucking about like you know, and um, and I personally believe that the whole men in black thing belong to kind of a sect in the government that that they they this sect. I'm going to go crazy right now with this, but go on. It's obviously a sect that obviously. I want to get my tinfoil hat. One sec. If we, okay, got it. If we believe. That JFK was killed by people in his own government. I personally believe that that is the case. Yeah. yeah. But I think it belongs to a sect that have the power that to kill presidents. So they there's a sect in the government, I believe, that have more power than the president does. Yeah. I personally don't believe the president knows anything about you know these aliens and stuff, uh, you know, um, because if when he leaves office then what's stopping him or her to reveal it to the public? Um, these obviously, I think people in this sect that the men in black belong to have this kind of like, you you know, you cannot retire from this sect. And if you do, well, you've got information that can damage the, just, you know, the, the structure of the American society and the American government, you know. So you can so you know they will they will die so it's i think it's kind of like a job where once you're into it you indoctrinate into it you're indoctrinated until death right okay um it's you know it's 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 kind of like and it's kind of like you you, you're in this position you're in this kind of society or this you know sect in the government you can't tell anybody about this if you do you know we will kill you and we will not hesitate to kill you. I yeah. I personally think it's like that. Right. I, pers- I personally think that's that's the case. Um and these people have the power to do stuff that the president can't even do and stuff like that. I personally yeah, I personally think the sect has more power than the than the president than the person has, in my opinion. And it's always They've always been there for a long time. I feel like it's. I would I would think it's kind of like think of it kind of like a, as like a an off branch of the Pinkertons, but with more kind of you know huh. more power. Um, Unlimited and, power. Well, even think about Jagger Hoover was into some shady stuff as well. Oh yeah, but the question is does. Was he involved in a sect? Did he know about the sect? There's always going to be like one. There's, there's always somebody working for somebody else. I think, mm. and and people who you know, people been fascinated by it. Like people have spent years of their life, you know, 
researching and just finding out the truth and and the truth is you know is it's it's like yeah you can't you can't handle the truth i know it's like such a cheesy quote to say yeah but it, it is like like then people go mad about trying to find the truth because it ends up killing them like you know um i'm just looking looking at zodiac and the guy who you know the, the you know the cartoonist that based his life on finding out who who the zodiac killer it cost him everything and mm. still like that you know like it's it's not something that that can be you can be easy to be answered. It's it's very rhetorical. Mm. It's a fascinating thing to discuss. Mm. Yeah, and with the uh, yeah exactly, and I feel like the men in black are some you know they they are like yeah they are a group that. People will waste spend not waste spend their lives trying to figure out who they are, where they come from, who they you know who who employs them, what you know are they part of the government or they're part of aliens and stuff like that. Uh, I think it's just you you're what's the saying? You're tasting the rabbit in a taillights. Is that is it? Um, is that the headlights? It's yeah, you're like you're, you're a rabbit in the headlights. Is it? Rabbit in headlights. That's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. uh, that's uh I'm looking at some images actually of like men in black. Yeah. Um sometimes it's pretty scary. Right, that, that, that's the point though, isn't it? Like they, they truly yeah. want to well, you know, they, let's say like they, they did exist. They want to have that effect on people because they want to instill sort of like fear. The fact that you know, and like they, they all look the same. You want you want you wanna say that they they are very nondescript sort of like people. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. So James R. Lewis, he's a folklorist. He compares accounts of men in black with tales of people encountering Lucifer Ooh, and speculates yeah. that they can be commissioned, considered a kind of psychological trauma. Yeah. That's interesting. There's been a lot of this, like debates about this from, you know, psychiatrists to follow ufologists to um, historians. Uh, they all have a um, very different approach to the men in black. Um, I'm trying to look more, actually. There's, yeah. there's a lot more... Um, there's a lot of cases about the, like men, these men in black visiting people and stuff like that. Um, you know, people have seen the scene as them as... Uh, um, demonic entities. Historian Aaron uh, Goliath wrote during the 1970s, 80s, and 90s, UFO conspiracy theorists would incorporate the men in black into their increasingly complex and paranoid visions. Ooh. Now, how much this, like, I reckon some of these, you have these kind of visions or traumatic kind of, of like dreams and nightmares of the men in black. I reckon it's like you might not have been visited by the men in black, but you are so paranoid. Maybe it creates this kind of vision of these people coming to your door and asking if they can come in and speak to you about what you saw. Yeah. I think that's, there's like a growing paranoia about that. So it's 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 very um, complex. 
Um, um, I um, I I mean, I'm I think I'm like quite like skeptical as to whether they sort of like exist, you know, like or if if they did exist, they were sort of like you know, like say FBI agents, you know, in the same vein as sort of like. Um, Mulder and Scully going to investigate people. Mm. Um, maybe they were a bit more um, uh, combative, you know, and they, they wanted people to sort of like you know keep stum because they say if someone stumbled upon like a top secret like a government project, they didn't want them to sort of like go to their papers about it and um, or go and just spread rumors in like their local pub, or, you know, yeah, bar or whatever, you know. So I don't think like oh you know there's there's an actual group you know like like in the film where the men in black i think it, it, it was just you know obviously it's just a placeholder name for uh like essentially just like people like, going around just like just damage control just trying to like you know keep people quiet obviously using sort of like fear tactics maybe because i mean the the u.s governments have i mean six like, successively well i wouldn't say have you know, it doesn't matter who's it, who's in power, like the, the GOP or like the, the Dems. They've always sort of like done really shady shit when it comes to like stuff yeah. like this. Like, you know, um, I'm trying to think of like the actual like a term for like Americans, but we'd sort of say, you know, it's like, um, um, like you know, like important secrets, isn't it? Well, it's like secrets just, that, yeah. that, that you know, it's not it's not a secret that it's secrets that can really actually damage the foundations of American society and the government, you know, mm. but in the day, you know, the idea of people are like, Oh, you know, we live in a freeze, you know, free speech. We live in the world. But, you know, why, why we live in a country without government, you know, hide stuff from its citizens. Well, it's not, I personally believe it's not as simple as that really, you know, it's, uh, and you don't know how the public will react. You know, if you, they came out and said that yes, there was an alien in Area Fifth Area Forty One, you know, Area Forty One and Fifty One. You know, fifty One, sorry, where Forty One's down the road. Forty One's down the road, yeah. Area Fifty One, and you know they are, um, you know, they revealed all this. They were conducting experiments, making alien technology. You know how the public would react badly. I think they yeah. would. They would react badly, and it's all about. I'll say that there's there's one side of me feels like they wouldn't do anything because the idea is like, oh, it's already been, you know, I think everybody knows it because of, you know, we're now so incorporated with kind of aliens in like our pop culture and stuff. So if it does come out about, you know, aliens are do exist. Yeah, I think the ufologists and people obsessed with UFOs will actually rejoice. But in a day, everyone be. I think a lot of people be like, "Oh, okay," <laughs> you know, yeah. like, "Oh, okay, the aliens that exist." You may get some people who are actually terrified. Yeah, um, well, I think they will. Yeah, because like, it does put some things into question, like whether they like, people have like lied about it before, or you know, are the, are these aliens like bad aliens? I guess you know, are they gonna like harm us? It, it does open sort of like a can of worms, I think, which the yeah. governments of like the world are a bit like, ah, like we're not ready for it yet. Okay, actually, I've, I found this uh, quite interesting story with Dan Ac- Dan Aykroyd. You know, Dan Aykroyd's yeah, you know, he, he's he's obsessed with aliens and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, he's he's really into it. But do you know about his story with the Men in Black? No. 
Okay, so Dan Aykroyd's come forward with a story about how he was basically he uh, he he was taping a show about the paranormal. Oh, okay, I, I've heard of this story. Yeah, yeah he I, stepped out to take a phone call from Britney Spears, who was asking him to see. appear on Saturday Night Live with her, when he noticed a black Ford parked across the street. A tall man stepped out of the Ford and stared him down. Aykroyd turned away for a moment and then turned back to find that the man and the car had completely vanished. After he Jesus. finished his phone call, he returned to the studio to learn that his show had been cancelled and he was ordered to stop filming immediately. Some doubt his claim, but Aykroyd says he knew what he saw and maintains that there was some kind of connection between these men in black and the end of his paranormal show. Yeah, I mean, that's interesting. There is some skeptical, you know, kind of like skeptical stuff there, um, but it's it's interesting. Like, oh yeah, a man's appeared across the road from where he's, you know, he's he's doing his own paranormal show. Yeah, stares him down, and then next minute his show's cancelled. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm trying to think of like what he, I mean, Dan Aykroyd is a, he's a weird fella, I'm not gonna lie, yeah, but uh, yeah. yeah, I love stories like that. Sort of like, what are we meant to glean from it in that even like powerful comedians like Mr. Aykroyd can be influenced by the men in black i love it but i think also you're like it feels like if you already believe in that stuff then you it's weird because if you really, you know i think now people who believe in kind of the men in black kind of thing they're like oh we're looking at ufos and stuff yeah yeah and then you get like i don't know you then get like you you go across the street and the next minute you see like a man in a suit with glasses. You know it could just be I don't know some guy going to work and stuff. You know, yeah. But um, but but then your mind already straightway fixes on this could be the Men in Black. <laughs> yeah, Evo could not be, but that's because that shows the amount of fear that they put in already the mindset. And people may not may not believe in the men in black, but then if they see somebody like, oh, I've just, you know, I've just researched UFOs or something, yeah. and I found yeah, this like document the, and stuff. The fact that it could be them. Yeah. The, you know, also, yeah, yeah. I'm, okay, I'm going to go to the shops. Oh, yeah, there's a guy in the, in the shop with me. He's wearing a dark green glass, and he's staring at me. You know, it's like... <laughs> yeah, he's oh, staring shit. at me. He's making me feel uncomfortable. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how much the men in black are in the, in the UK. I don't I don't know whether they do I mean, exist. Let's, let's say, think? like, you know, they did exist. I mean, we probably have our own, like, weird version, I guess. This has been more like MI5 stuff, wouldn't it? Mm. Or oh, the Mr. Bond, I guess. Uh, I can't find anything about... Oh, look. Uh, it seems to be more of a... Um... I, this seems to be more of an American thing, actually. Yeah. Um, but there are, I think there is literally a part of the government that really just deals with UFOs, like, proper. Yeah, yeah probably. I mean, yeah. 
because a UFO, you know, ident- unidentified flying object can be anything. And I mean, you know, is it a Russian stealth jet? Is it, um, I don't know, a sort of like a, um, is it ball lightning? Is it a flying saucer? Mm. You know, I, I really think that they are sort of like contingencies for stuff like, you know, what to do if this sort of like thing, like, you know, like the, um, was it the sort of like the um, American sort of like Air Force, US Air Force, like released those sort of like um, those images of those, um, I think I think they were in jets and they were trying to tail like this, like unidentified flying object. And it looked like a flying saucer, you know, and, they, and they're saying it's like, Jesus, like look, look at the maneuverability on it. It's going like fucking like so many sort of like hundreds of kilometers yeah. uh, per hour. And they were like, you could hear him going like, Jesus Christ. And then one of them, you could like, he hooted like on like the radio because he managed to like lock onto it. Yeah. He managed you know, to, to, to like find it. And then it's like, is his targeting computer, how Star Wars of me, but his like computer, he managed to like pinpoint it to follow it. That, that is, that is weird. Like, you know, was it sort of like a visitor? Like, I don't know, but it'd be cool if it was. Um, imagine though, like, how cool it'd be like you're literally i don't know on patrol i guess what what do top gun pilots do that's the that's the question is it an actually an alien or is it like new tech that um, exactly isn't it the governments you know, were testing and, out yeah it seems especially like now like people are always like you hear about like oh you know a russian jet is like on like the edge of like um say uk airspace and they and they they scramble jets to literally like essentially just to um tail it and to say sort of like you know like we know like we we know you're here we do, all we're doing is just making sure that you don't do anything fucking stupid yeah um and you know that could be anything it, it, it all, all objects are unidentified flying objects until they're identified you know and it's only the sort of like ones which sort of they they cannot be identified that you know and it's rare isn't it I think these are sort of like extreme examples of that, but then you know eventually it is identified and it turns out to be some like fucking rusky jet. Do you reckon people like like that case think they saw UFOs, but it could be like uh, you know a, a, a top secret kind of government project that doesn't doesn't include UFOs a hundred percent, but just for example, they're testing out a new weapon, but they realize okay, we can't. Someone's seen this. We can't have this be revealed. So, um, uh, I mean, it how about? But then, but then, like in the fifties. Uh, but then, people then, like for example, they'll come to the door and say, "Look, we saw, we know what we saw. Don't speak to anybody." And that person starts realizing, "Oh my God, it's actually UFOs. It could not be the case. It could <laughs> just be something completely different." Yeah. Um, I mean, it could have been. I, I like. I think, especially in the fifties, it could have been because they were working on the U two. You know, a like very famous sort of like, um, I think it was stealth. Um, very, very sort of like, no, I, sorry, it was the first, I think, like supersonic sort of like, um, yeah, fighter. yeah. And, um, uh, sorry, it was a reconnaissance plane, uh, famously used in, um, uh, the Cuban Missile Crisis, you know, like the sort of, um, Bay of Pigs incident. And, um, yeah, they were testing up the U 2 and obviously a very, very advanced sort of technology at the time. And, if if you know like that had managed to sort of be exposed and in turn um say yeah like a a russian sympathizer or the russians themselves managed to find this you know 
they started to develop their own technology, then the Americans were no longer in front in terms of the um, the arms race and like the mm. the, uh, the Cold War. You know, so so they were paranoid. They were, it was it is purely like self preservation, I think. And I not think, just others, you know, like people who were always, have always like, used it for in terms of um, damn it, um, the F one fifteen black blackbird. Uh, and sorry, um, Night Nighthawk, and then the B two Blackbird. You know, these very very famous stealth um, fighter. Um, sorry, these stealth bombers. Definitely, yeah, yeah. And um, I mean, what the the dropping of the atomic bomb with Hiroshima and Nagasaki has shown that, like, you know, a that there's there are weapons that can be made that can distinguish cities. But B, what's stopping them from dropping another bomb on another city or something way bigger? You know, um, what's stopping the Russians back then from dropping, you know, a, a weapon so powerful it could yeah. destroy the entire country? Yeah, we, well, you know, they had this sort of like a nuclear bomb and then they developed the H bomb. Yeah. Sorry, no, the H bomb. Yeah. Know, it, was, it, was, it was fucking scary. Like it's it's like kill be killed really, you know. Yes. In, yeah. in terms of it's, people... and it's mutually assured destruction as well. Mm, yeah. So they were trying to develop technologies to kind of like edge around um uh atomic technology and, and nuclear uh, bombs because they knew that by using it they would guarantee in their own destruction. It's um it's fascinating to think of like what could have happened, but then again it didn't. It's um there's so much written on it. There's so, so much written on the Men of Black. There's so many books written about Men of Black. Obviously, you've got to take a pinch of salt what some people can say in their books. But it, it does kind of attract sort of like um, uh, attention seekers and crazies, like, like any sort of like um, conspiracy, you know. And that, maybe okay. that's me, me being a bit like uh, harsh, but then again, it's like any idea, you know, like it'll, it will attract people who aren't like genuine or aren't um, serious. So I've got another case here. This was comes from 2008. Yeah. Um, this is, uh, so this is, hap- this happened October 14, 2008. So Shane Savar, a hotel manager near Niagara Falls, alleged yeah. that he and a security guard from the hotel had seen UFO from the hotel. Hotel staff then we reported a few weeks later that two unidentified men had entered the hotel looking for both men who weren't there at the time. After hearing about this, Sovar reviewed his security camera footage and found out two unidentified men in black suits and fedoras did enter the hotel. Yeah, staff I've, seen, had... I've seen pictures of this, yeah. Yeah, I think I saw that earlier. Staff who had seen the two men reported that they also didn't have hair anywhere on their face. However, yeah, that, that's was... common. Yeah, they think yeah. Like they're like um, have you heard of the sort of like reptilian sort of like uh, uh, oh yeah yeah terrestrial yeah. 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 Um, however, others have looked at the video and stated that these men could be anyone, and there wasn't any evidence from Savar and Hilton staff claim this could be either true or just paranoia. Again, yeah, again, like you said before about see people see look at the moon and see a face. Yeah, yeah, people, you know, like they're. You know, it's like if I go around, you know, if I go in a on a you know train 
and I see a guy wearing glasses and a suit and just sitting there. He's not, he's, you know, he's got a briefcase. Yeah. But, you know, and then he happens to like look your way. You're like, fuck, he's after me. Yeah. You could just be looking your direction. It, it's, um, uh, confirmation bias i think that's that's what it's called you know like yeah you have the idea already in your head so when something just happens to fit your little theory it's confirmation bias there's a guy actually that uh that's i basically I, when i go into work i take like the the, the two pass eight train in the morning okay yeah when i go into Cardiff for work and there's um there's this guy that. He doesn't wear glasses or, you know, his black suit, but, well, he does wear a black suit. But he, this is this guy, yeah, and it's so strange. I, but I so I basically, I'm sitting there and I'm st- sitting down and listening to music and stuff and waiting for the train to come. This guy literally is on the platform and it's me and other people as well. But this guy literally walks straight past me and he has his hands in his pockets. Yeah, he's wearing a suit and he, like, he walks like he's, like, patrolling. <laughs> And he doesn't yeah. make he doesn't have anything. He doesn't have anything on him. Like he hasn't got like a bag or you know, a suitcase. Do they anything. have like train marshals, I guess? But no, this I guy's wearing like normal, you know, like public clothes, like you yeah. know, like you know, I would say you know, white collar kind of like yeah, you know, that's weird. A, yeah. a suit. He gets on the train, I never see him the rest of the way, and then the next day he's doing the same thing. But he doesn't wear any suit, he doesn't have a suit. Yeah. That's weird. He doesn't. Yeah. No, he has a suit, but he doesn't wear any. He doesn't have a suitcase or like carrying anything on him. Yeah. Oh. Not saying he's a, he's like a man in black, but I mean, as, as I said, but but basically, what but I'm making the point, using that story as a point, basically saying that like I'm already kind of think, and I never met the guy. You know, I don't know anything about him, but I'm coming up my own kind of like you know, ooh, this guy must be very mysterious, you know. Why yeah. is he doing this? Why is he doing, you know, he does the same thing all the time and stuff like yeah. that. I know, you know, I come up, already come up with something in my mind, like this guy is, is this guy is like secretive and stuff like that. I kind of like make like a story in my head of that character, of that man as mm-hmm. a character. I yeah. reckon this is what people do when they see like this, like a man in black, you know, a guy in a suit with glass, black glasses on, black suit. Oh yeah, he, um, you know, pale face. Oh, he must be, you know, you know, a man in black, he's obviously going to see somebody and stuff like that. It yeah, could not be the truth. You're going to see the aliens. But then you turn around and say, I can go around and say to you, oh my God, I saw this guy on the train. And then it's like, oh, it kind of like spreads it. That people actually hmm. become so aware that when an actual man in black with glasses comes to your house, then you realize, oh shit, it's actually like, you know, shit, I'm going to be killed hmm. or something or I'm going to be silenced and stuff like that. You know, it's. Yeah. It is quite scary. <laughs> so I think it's a paranoia to uh, mass where paranoia comes into it, isn't it? Yeah. Um. But again, it's like it's, it's you know it's stuff like it's like would you you take everything people say with a pinch of salt, isn't it? Unless yeah. you truly believe mm. that it is the case. Like Benedict, these these men in black have got the power to destroy everything for you you know mm, it's like yeah if you saw a ufo and, some, and someone came to the door saying look if you keep saying this to people like your friends and family we could we have the powers to basically ruin your career your career will end no one will hire you ever 
Yeah. Uh, you'll be on this watch list, so you won't be able to leave the country at all. Um, you know, you know, we could have, we could, I don't know, <laughs> we could make up documents that said you were having an affair and ruin your family and stuff like that. Yeah. Your wife and kids to leave, and you'll literally comply to what they're saying. Otherwise, you know, it's a threat that could it happen? Could it not? I personally think it could. Hmm. But you can't take that, that risk, can you? And be yeah. like, no, I'm going to keep telling people. It is fascinating. It is so, so fascinating. Yeah. There's um a cool little Doctor Who story. Um, I think it did become a sort of like a TV story, but I, it was um, like an animated sort of thing before. Um, and they sort of made out that the men in black were like essentially robots. Um trying to yeah like prevent like humans sort of like realizing that aliens were coming to invade and um, yeah the, the the main sort of like guy who interacted with the doctor was called mr dread yeah and he was like the stereotypical like me- uh, man in black like um yeah, like, suit well they, glasses, they, the they always have these kind of names in it. it's not their real names like deep throat from from x-files deep, and stuff deep throat well deep is the name deep throat could be um i thought you were on about deep thought from uh hitchhiker's guide to the galaxy you know the computer uh, deep throat deep throat so deep throat was basically based on this guy that was involved in leaking stuff to about nixon watergate scandal and stuff yeah so that there's this guy that's called deep throat and he's become kind of like a a pop culture thing and there's a guy called deep throat in the x-files that um he um kind of believe he kind of helps out scully and um molder and he's later killed um by somebody that it turns out is a cigarette smoking man hmm. okay so yeah so here we go he's in the yeah he leaks he's an informant he leaks information to the fbi um to fox molder to aid molder's investigation of panel cases um he was killed off in the, se- the first season final. Um, let's have a look here. Yeah, so during the Vietnam War, Deep Throat worked for the CIA. When a UFO was shot down on Hanoi by US Marines, the surviving extraterrestrials brought the Deep Throat. They executed it. Um, he let claimed that a system model was his way of atoning for his actions. He also stated that he was a participant in some of the most insidious lies and witnesses to deeds that no crazed man could imagine. Um, Ooh, yeah, that's that's interesting. So he and he was gunned down by an assassin called the Crew Cut Man. Um, <laughs> the X Files is pretty like corny. I'm not gonna lie. It is, it is, but yeah, yeah I think it is. It's, it's, it's uh, oh no, sorry. Um, that wasn't, yeah. So, um, Deep Throat was, of course, inspired by the historical Deep Throat. The real Deep Throat was an informant leaking information on the FBI's investigation of the Watergate scandal to journalists Carl Bernstein and Bob Woodward. And if you see all the presidents, Ben, those are the journalists on that. Um, uh, after the conclusion of the X Files, his Deep Throat was later revealed to be FBI associate director Mark Felt. And it's a film with Liam Neeson plays Mark Felt. And you've got this was like 20 years after it happened, so they kept it really quiet. Um, 
Also, also cited in influence of the fictional Deep Throat was X, the character portrayed by Donald Sutherland in Oliver Stone's film JFK. Oh, nice. In the film, yeah. Sutherland's X reveals information about the possibility that the assassination of JFK was orchestrated by elements within the American government. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's two examples. Uh, but uh, Deep Throat, you know, was seen as kind of like the a shady kind of man in black character. Um, but again, that's a kind of example of like how Hollywood and television have incorporated the men in black. Nice. Yeah. It's very, uh, it's very, it's like a, it's very, very interesting. Um, have we got have anything else we want to talk about with the men in black? Um, I can't think of anything really. No, we covered pretty much a lot of it. Um, yeah. Do you think, do you personally think they're aliens or do you, oh, yeah, that they're humans? I think, I think you... it's like, yeah, it's like a, it's a, sort of like a numbers game. Like the universe is so big that they are like sort of, you know, aliens out there looking for us as well, you know? Yeah. But I think, I honestly think it's a bad idea to look for them. Yeah. You know, I, I think it, it is really like a bad idea because we're, we're not going to get, you know, like, um, uh, we're not going to get the uh, what they call it, the the Vulcans coming down and inviting us to the to join the Federation. <laughs> we're going to get essentially uh, a, a, like an invading, um, like a colonial sort of power wanting yeah. our resources. That, yeah, that, that is, I think, it's a fact. Yeah, I think um, like life forms. You know, well, I'm looking at it from a very like humanocentric sort of like viewpoint, but life forms want to consume. And they they need to expand to you know like space, um, shelter, you know like resources. That they need these things to survive and thrive. So yeah, look, you know, the, but then again, you know, like in Star Trek, they also say you know, it's it's life, Jim, but not as we know it. So I'm putting it from a very humanocentric point of view. But in answer to your question, yeah, there are aliens. Um, I mean, I, I I like to believe that the Roswell sort of incident was, you know, like an actual like UFO, and 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 that governments have UFOs in like deep vaults. Um, that they 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 know there's evidence that they you know that they have um, alien interaction, but are they like in cahoots with? Is it a grand conspiracy? I don't think so. Well, Bob the, the more people is... you involve in a conspiracy, the harder it is to keep a secret. Yeah, it's by, Bob by design. Bob Lazar. People say is oh the, yeah Bob Lazar. He has yeah. said the most he's seen with aliens and stuff. Yeah, but that is a very complicated matter with Bob Lazar because there's there's you know he's had a lot of kind of you know kind of he's experienced trauma. There's like problems wrong. He's like problems wrong with his health that kind of like really impact on kind of like the the reliability of his kind of. The accuracy yeah. and reliability of his kind of uh, statements about UFOs and stuff like that. Yeah. The documentary is very interesting. The Bob Lazar documentary, but he yeah he was on um, Joe Rogan. Yeah, Rogan, I think wasn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's something we we can really cover like later on in another episode because I mean, <laughs> any conspiracies can now be cut, you know, shortened to like one episode. I mean, we covered what the Roswell, yeah. and then we covered Skinwalker Ranch. Um, yeah. So, so many, many, many cases of, um, of UFO abductions and uh, UFO kind of sightings and all that. Um, 
but yeah, that's our Men in Black talk. Um, quite very uh, quick, easy kind of topic to discuss. Um, next week, we are going to review Cobra Kai Season 5, which dropped on Netflix a couple uh, days ago. Friday, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. And then we in October, we've got quite a lot to review because um, House of Dragon, Rings of Power, etc., etc. But, uh, but yeah. Yeah, busy, um, busy. And I think the week after that, I'm away for the weekend, so we won't have How an episode. You? I know, I know, <laughs> I know. I don't, I, I, I don't deserve nice things. Um, Where are you off? Isle of Man. I'm sure you've told me. I told you so many times. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't listen. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have a um, of doing that. <laughs> All right, thanks. All right, everybody. Remember, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, and email us and follow us on our many platforms, including Spotify, Anchor, Apple, Overcast, uh, Pocket Casts. Actually, uh, yeah, and Google Cast. Actually, Amazon Music as well. Actually, I've got a story to tell you before, before we finish. Oh, I should start. start. Yeah. So, I went to his work do on the fri- yeah. on Friday. And I wasn't drunk yet. Have you ever had it where, like, you type in your phone passcode a couple of times and then it cuts you and puts you on, like, a one-minute kind of, like, lock? Yeah. Well, I had a brain fart, basically. I had, like, I forgot my passcode. (laughs) Oh, shit, yeah. So I kept putting my passcode in and it kept getting it wrong. So I had my phone. I couldn't access my phone for three hours. Luckily, oh, sure. I was yeah. on the work do, so I was I didn't need to use my phone. Yeah, but I had to restore everything on my phone. Oh <laughs> shit! Really? Because um, yeah, I had because automatically, I think as soon as I got it wrong again, my phone went straight to erase iPhone because they obviously thought that it was my phone was nicked and someone was trying to yeah. access my account. So luckily, I've on iCloud, so everything oh, was able to shit. come back. But I was just like drunk doing all this, and I'm like, "Oh shit, I can't!" Like, am I gonna, you know, like shit? Having to know where the next train is and stuff like that. But eventually, I was in Spoons using the Spoons Wi-Fi to update everything. Wow! <laughs> oh my restore god! Restore everything on my phone. I would have like shit myself because I bet um, I was pan- I was yeah. panicking because my phone like wasn't working and people messaged me saying where are you and I'm like I yeah, don't know yeah. I don't know where I am I don't know I know where I am but I can't tell you <laughs> like and I didn't know where they were as well so it was an absolute nightmare so I was just drinking and I was just like oh I mean there's such a pickle here like oof. holy shit yeah I mean it, it all ended well you know you it's not as if like you lost your phone or anything no yeah. no 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 thankfully i could still use my credit card and stuff so that was fine uh but yeah everybody make sure you don't type your password in or remember <laughs> you know your password yeah. to your passcode to your phone otherwise uh yeah you have to do it happened yeah. to me <laughs> you, put, you you pull a reese bolton and you do pull that a reese bolton yeah um yeah anybody, thank, thank everybody for listening and we'll see you on the next hobby coffee cast bye